I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why does making friends as an adult feel so what hard? What should I wear on a first date? What the date? hell is a form of But that Why hookup was not good. So what do I want my life to look like in five years? We We want want to know too. Since 2012, the Every Girl has been an online destination to help women around the world achieve the life of their dreams. Now, we're excited to bring you the same inspiring content with the Every Girl Podcast. Happy Tuesday. I am your co-host, Josie Santi, and I have a PSA that fall is officially here. No, it's not because Starbucks is releasing their PSL this week, but because we are talking all things fall fashion on The Every Girl. For our happy hour today, I'm joined by our fashion editor and one of my best friends, Maddie Galassi, to talk about the top trends of fall 2022 and how you can style them. Yes, this is my Devil Wears Prada moment where I get to take a pause on my usual wellness content to talk about style. We dive into a lot in this episode. We talk about how fashion can improve your confidence and sense of self, the nature of trends and where they come from. And we even talk about some questionable fashion choices we've both made in the past. Remember to leave a five-star rating and a review if you enjoy this episode. It's how we can continue to offer you content and get to know what you're loving. Hope you enjoy this episode and happy fall. I'm drinking a recess, which is a non-alcoholic cocktail, I guess, of sorts. You're drinking a Ken Euphoric. I am. It's lovely. We are the wellness girls we always wanted to be. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Look out. Because this is our, you know, it's a happy hour episode, but there's nothing wrong with a good sober happy hour because it's Monday. For me, it's 1 p.m. on a Monday. For you, it's 3 p.m. Yep. Maddie Galassi over here has a Pilates class later. I got. I really am a wellness girl today. Way more than you. You're a wellness girl. I know I you're know, more wellness uh, girl than a I am. Non-alcoholic drink and Pilates. That's too much. I know. Who is she? Who's this girl? Okay. Well, this is gonna be. This is gonna be so fun because Maddie and I have known each other for what four years now. Four years, you you might even call us pretty good friends. <laughs> some might. There are some out there that might call some us. Some might. <laughs> some might out there. So it's usually we'll have these conversations, actually not sober, not with can euphorics. It's usually with wine and other cocktails of choice. It usually it's with quite a bit of wine, but <laughs> it's with quite a bit of wine. So I'm excited for the world to see. <laughs> You, Maddie, and our great conversations, but we're diving into fashion today, which is a new topic for us, weirdly, since you're the fashion editor. We are. But first, start out by introducing yourself. Um, Give us a little bit of background, who you are, where you live, your job title, all the deets. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Maddie Galassi. I am the Every Girl's fashion editor. I have been here for Four years now. I graduated from college back in 2018 and started as an intern right after and have held a whole lot of different positions here. 
I started, like I said, as an intern and then was an editorial assistant. I copy edited for a while. I was an associate editor, but all of it was kind of with the goal to eventually be doing what I'm doing now as the fashion editor. So it's been a little bit of a journey, but I am now where I really wanted to be. And having been here for quite a while, do feel like, you know, you and I both have really seen that every girl really progress throughout the past four years. So it's been really cool. Yes. And now you're the queen of fashion. I, I try to be. <laughs> okay. So what got you interested in fashion? What is it about fashion that you love and that you wanted to make a whole career out of? So I feel like a really big part of it for me is that first, I've always known that I wanted to be a writer. That's kind of always been the like one thing that I've really excelled at through my life. And I think that it's been a really lucky thing in my life that I've always wanted to do that because then when I was like, okay, what do I actually want to do with writing? Getting into fashion and getting into this side of media really was a natural fit for me because I also love fashion so much. And I went to college for journalism. And so through that, I got a lot of different experiences writing um, and definitely learned what I don't like. And I think anyone with a more formal journalism education knows that it's not super oriented toward what we do. It's very much more like news and everything. And I was like, okay, this isn't for me. And I very much, I think, got my start in it when my junior year of college, I took my first semester off of school to go to New York and do a fashion internship. And I learned more there than I can even put into words. And that was kind of the moment that I was like, this is really what I want to do. So everything after that was just very much trying to hone in on that and grow my skills. And I think that such a cool part of fashion is, you know, regardless of who you are, how old you are, I think it's something that impacts everyone and that everyone can apply to their lives. And I think that that's a really rare thing in media. And so I think that it has been a really natural fit for me. And I consider myself super lucky because I was never one of those people that was like, I don't know what to major. And I've always known and it has worked out. So, so far, so good. So far, so good. I'm where I want to be. So it, it has been really exciting to, you know, it's one thing to think you want to do it. It's another thing to actually like be doing it every day. And I say it all the time, but I really do wake up excited to do my job every day. It's something that I would do in my free time. And so for it to be my career is something that, you know, I never really take for granted. So yeah. Oh my God, Maddie, that is so cute. Thank you. What an amazing answer. But it's true. Yeah. (laughs) And I, and you can tell, I mean, I know that's so true for you that you love, love, love what you're doing. You love fashion. And that's so true about fashion that, you know, obviously some people say I'm really into fashion or I'm not, but the truth is every single person is putting on clothes for the exactly. most part. So and you can decide what you're going to wear, how you're going to feel in those clothes, you know, what your individual style is. So it, it is something that whether or not people are aware of it, every single person is participating in. Right. And I think it just is something that, you know, it's very much a part of identity and it's very much a part of who you are and obviously how you present yourself to the world. And again, that's something that every single person, no matter what you're getting up and getting dressed every day. And So it is a very cool thing to be able to, in whatever way possible, influence that for people and influence how they, I think that, that being a fashion editor 
and leading people to, you know, trying new things and wearing different things is really something that does at the end of the day impact a lot of areas of life. It impacts confidence and who you are and, you know, how you're portraying yourself. And so it's, it's a really cool career. And I think that it, it goes deeper than like you might think on the surface, you know, it's very much a part of me. And so I think that, you know, from my own experiences, I really hope to hopefully fuel other people's passion with it. And, you know, that honestly is so amazing. And it, it really is true that it's not, it, you know, obviously fashion at some point in time was wear this to be cool and to fit in. And, but really what fashion is now, especially in 2022, especially on the every girl, what we're doing, what you're doing is here's how to express yourself and feel like your very best self and improve your confidence and improve how you feel about your body. And like, like fashion is so freaking powerful. And it's, it's such a tool for like stepping into your most confident, highest self. And you definitely like that content is very clear in every fashion article on the ever girl. I'll say I'm biased, but I think that. Hope so. I think that, I think that in the past few years too, like kind of what you just said, fashion has changed very much. You know, COVID has changed many things. And I think that fashion is definitely one of them. And I think that it went a lot of different ways for people. Like I know that for me, during the pandemic and everything, when we were working from home full time and like really not going out, I was, that was when I kind of realized the importance of fashion to me because I was like, oh my God, I feel like I don't know who I am. Like if you are someone who loves being in sweats every day, that's great, but I am not. And so it just was like, oh my God, I don't know who I am without getting up and getting dressed. And, you know, it reminded me how excited I am every day to get up and get dressed and get ready. And, you know, like I put thought into it before and the night before I think about what my outfit's going to be. And it was something that I just realized, I think I took for granted because that's not something you ever think you're not going to be able to do. And so when we weren't, it was such a, obviously a a weird time to navigate being a fashion editor. (laughs) Um, Oh my God. Yeah. Who loves fashion too. It, it was really transformative. I think for me, And I think that since fashion has evolved quite a bit, I think that people prioritize a lot more comfort than we used to. I think that people probably, I would say, do a lot more of like what makes them happy rather than, you know, like you said, following like, this is what you have to wear to be cool. I think it's a lot more individualized over the past few years. And I think both of those things are are two good things to come out of it is that Again, you never think that getting dressed and and all of that being a part of your identity is going to get taken away. But when you're in the house for a year and don't get that, I think that it it is something that I think a lot of people now are really excited about again. No, that's so true with the pandemic, like that it, it was like this identity crisis that I've, I mean, I've been experiencing that for like three years, because even pre-pandemic, I worked from home full-time, whereas you obviously are in Chicago and go to the office. And I still, to this day, I'm like, I just cannot, like you, you are so good in the pandemic of like, I'm going to wear a really cute top during our Zoom meeting and do my hair. And you, and I'm sure like really helped you like feel better than, whereas I just like, I'm like, if no one's going to see me except my boyfriend, like I cannot be bothered. Even if it's over Zoom, I'm like, let me just put back my hair but I think that's so true of, of like, you just feel different about your life. Like there's more energy and it's just like any other, 
you know, self-care practice is where you put your energy. You're like subconsciously telling yourself like who you actually are. So if you're someone who, you know, and whatever it is, it can be a like work blazer and you show up and you look awesome and feel confident. It can be, you know, a power pantsuit. It can be a dress. It can be like your favorite pair of sweats, right? Like whatever you feel good in, but then you're telling yourself, I put in the effort to feel like my true self instead of just like, you know, waking up, rolling out of bed and not kind of putting the effort in to feel good. Yeah. I definitely realized, I think not, not at the beginning, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, oh, loungewear, you know, like it felt really good. But eventually it got to the point that I was like, I have to get ready every day for myself. Not entirely. I have never like worn jeans to work from home. Oh God, the horror. The horror, but putting on like a white button up and leggings, I realized just like made all the difference for me mentally. And, you know, that's, that's a part of it. That's why like, so I am live in Chicago. So I get to go to our Chicago office where our headquarters is. And it just has surprised me. Like even going, we've been, we just got a new office. So we've been going back to the office more frequently. And just like that routine that like getting up and getting dressed and feeling really good is something that I think is really hard if you're someone whose confidence relies on that a lot. And, you know, I think that that's why I'm so passionate about, about what I do and our fashion section, because I know how much that impacts me in my life every single day. Oh my God. Yeah. I know when, when I'm like, I got a cool outfit on, I can take on the freaking world. Exactly. It's a a mind frame. Uh Uh-huh. It totally is. We are really like merging the fashion wellness section here, which as we always say, we love a Maddie Josie collab. We sure do. They don't happen enough. But this is a really good one. <laughs> but this is a great one. Okay, so let's dive into all of the the trends for fall now that we kind of got out of the way that the whole purpose of trends is to pick and choose what you feel good and what you're attracted to. It's not like everybody should be wearing this. It's like here are some things that people are experimenting with right now. So I want you to kind of share the your favorite fall 2022 trends. I know we've got a lot. I know nothing about the trends this year. So I need <laughs> you to educate me on everything. So start with like, like what's the first trend we should know about? How are people wearing it? Where'd it come from? Give us all the details. Absolutely. So first off, what you said, trends are not, I think that people really commonly misconstrue what, what trend reporting is meant to do where it never is like, oh, because this is in, you can't wear this. It very much is just, it's a report on what will be happening. So you can very much wear what you want, but if you are someone that's interested in it, that's where it it comes from. Yes. Um, and obviously, you know, trends come from a whole slew of different sources. Obviously, a big portion of it is designers and runways for that season as well as at this point, pop culture is a huge, a huge signal of trends. TikTok is a huge signal of trends as we figured out over the past couple of years. And so, yeah, all of them are kind of coming from the combination of those things. And it's really cool how a lot of them overlap. I think that a really good one to start out with is the whole Barbie core trend. Yes. Oh, I'm obsessed with this. Yes. Obviously that is coming a bit from the Barbie movie that is being filmed starring Margot Robbie right now, um, which is wild because it's not out yet. But I would say that more so where that came from is 
Back in the spring, Valentino's entire fall runway was entirely hot pink. And so the trend actually has been, you know, rumbling under the surface for a little while and is now coming to a head, especially because of Barbie and all of it, you know, rolls into one um, with, in terms of what is available to us. And you're going to see consistently throughout the season, a ton of hot pink from blazers to accessories, you name it, hot pink is here. And I think it's a lot of fun. I think that that is where, like back to the pandemic, it's like, I think that if anything, all of that has taught us that like, if you want to try something new, if you like, there's, it is such a good opportunity to try things that maybe you wouldn't have before. And hot pink is one of them. Like life's too short not, you know, life's too short to not wear hot pink. Yeah. Have fun with it. Yeah. Don't take it seriously. Yeah. So that is a big one. And that is one I believe we will continue to see. Cause again, the Barbie movie isn't even out yet and people are very into it. I'm sure you've seen it a million times at this point on social media and fashion sites, our site, we reported on it a couple months ago. So that's a big one. And that is one that I'm very excited about myself. I'm, I've always been a pink girl though. So that is not one that is hard for me to love. (laughs) 100%. So Barbie core just means like hot pink, like, or is it defined by something else? So it's a lot of pink, obviously, but a lot of just femininity, femininity, femininity. (laughs) That's such a hard word to say out loud. (laughs) It's a lot of femininity and you'll see a lot of bows you know, like bedazzled things, stuff like that. Um, the entire, the entirety of like what you would think of with a Barbie, with like even outside of just the color, which is really cool. Our roundup on the site actually, I think has a really cool array of it because there's a lot of like hair bows and stuff, which is all very cute and very fun. So cute. I know the, yeah, there's so many like budget-friendly finds, like, yeah, so uh-huh. many good ones. For sure. So yeah, just like playful and girly and fun. A hundred percent. And, you know, we've been seeing a ton of color over the past year or so. Color has been so huge. I know that last fall, it was a ton of really bright colors. And I think that you wouldn't necessarily think of hot pink with fall. So I actually think that it will be really cool to incorporate that into some, some fall outfits that you ordinarily would not associate hot pink with because obviously it's like a a big springtime summer shade so I think it'll be really cool I have a pink blazer I'm really excited to break out it's very pink (laughs) (gasps) cute oh my god see that's a great idea yeah I love that it's it's such a color you wouldn't expect for fall and it's so fun like you know, just to play with something totally new and yeah, get in a blazer or maybe like trousers if you want it to be more like muted in your purse or something that there are so many ways to incorporate it into a fall look, which is so different than what we're used to with like pinks being in spring and summer. So I, I right. think it's going to be so fun through fall to see, to continue seeing bright where we're usually seeing like the muted colors. Next trend. I talked about this really excessively on the site because it's one I'm very excited for. Um, Corseted waists are going to be really big this fall. I think that it's a really good example of what I was talking about earlier with how we've seen, you know, social media really influence trends and, you know, them pick up a lot of traction from that. Corsets have been all over TikTok for quite a while now, and they were also really prevalent on runways. Um, 
in a variety of forms, not just a corseted top, but a corset built into a button down, a corset and a dress, just very much that like cinched waist, which I think is really cool because I think that in past seasons, we've really seen the continuation of you know, like the more comfortable trends. And that is definitely not one of them. So it feels like we're back to, you know, like full fall fashion again through it. And that is one that I am really excited for because I actually think that it's very easy to wear and is something that I think that if you say like, oh, a corset, that's something that sounds really scary, but in actuality, it is not at all. And I think that, you know, a corset top under a blazer, I've seen a ton of like really subtle corset waist built into a button-up um, available. Things like that, I think, make the trend really wearable and is something that we're going to see throughout all of fall and winter. I love that. Yeah, that's so pretty. Because it's it's not like it's, like it's not like a literal corset, right? It's just more like the shape, right. like in a cotton shirt can have like a little ribbing that makes it look like corset style, like tight around the rib cage. It's not like it's, a literal corset people are like tying, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's no tying necessary. It's, um, (laughs) thank God. A lot of just like, even when you think about like something you would wear to a wedding, like a dress like that, where the top has more of a ribbed structural top to it. Um, same with, I think like, like I keep talking about the best example is, you know, like a white button up where the top is not literally a corset. It just has like tying that gives your torso a little bit more shape than it would otherwise. And I mean, no matter how you cut it, it's super flattering. And I think that it's something that's so easy to throw on. And, you know, again, there's, there's no one like cinching it in from behind. It just is a a more form fitting top. (laughs) Can you imagine if we would have back that far in time that we had to be like holding our bedposts and I would be like, like call my boyfriend to come in to like tighten my corset. If we went that far back in time, I'd give up. I would just give up. No. Well, that's not what we're doing. I have the vibes. You're fine. You can breathe. It literally is just, I would say that it's just, the focus is on it being a little more structural, but there is nothing crazy about it. And I think that it is something that, you know, you can throw on with, like, I have a couple corset tops that I will throw on literally with jeans and, you know, you're good to go. It's so chic. Yeah. I actually have a couple of like corset detailed bodysuits also where it's literally just like a cotton bodysuit, but does have that detailing that like ribbed detailing that a corset has. And again, it's very flattering and very easy. And I think it's a great substitute to, you know, any top that you would put on normally. So I think one that is super exciting for for the season and it's easy to layer throw a blazer up on top that's really cool there's really no going wrong with it yeah that really is an easy one because it is like if you're going to wear a t-shirt blazer and jeans you can just replace the t-shirt and it looks totally new like it looks like a whole new outfit but the same amount of energy as you'd put into just throwing on a t-shirt so exactly and I think that it's really an easy like people are always looking for date night looks and everything that and jeans and, you know, booties or whatever is something you can really rely on. That's super sexy. Yeah, sexy. And you don't have to try too hard. And, you know, it's a piece that kind of does it all for you. You don't need to to do anything to make it work. It very much does it on its own, which is, you know, something that I always look for. 
I love that you said booties. In this context, I really forgot that those were shoes. I had yeah, because yeah. we're like think we're like talking like sexy like corset oh, tops. I'm like booty. What's a booty? What <laughs> but right. A- what is a booty? Yeah. The ankle boots. No, I love that. That is like the perfect day night outfit. Yeah, I love that. Is that like a Bridgerton like era thing? The and all that the corset trend. Do you think that's related? Yeah, it definitely. I think that the rise of it on social media definitely came from all the Bridgerton hype throughout the past two seasons. Um, we really saw that happening. And, you know, now when you're seeing it on runways and everything, that is really what's going to dictate what you see available on the market and then what people are shopping. So, yeah, I would say Bridgerton definitely impacted it a lot. I think that one thing that Bridgerton did was it put an emphasis on like the shape of of a top in terms of like holding up your boobs. You know, people got yes. a lot more into the like shelf situation in like the bra area. 100% the boob shelf. The boob shelf. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, definitely. I think that that definitely is what made the rise of like the Amazon corset that went really viral a few months ago come to be as people looking for affordable ways to emulate that like sexy Bridgerton thing that everyone just wanted earlier in 2022. <laughs> Imagine being that much of like a cultural phenomenon that not only are you like number one on Netflix, but you were changing the way women are holding their boobs. Right. They're, they're higher up. <laughs> they're higher up these <laughs> days. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Bridgerton, honestly. Okay, let's do one more trend. I know there are so many, um, and we'll link to the trend article on the site so people can read more. But in the sake of time, give us one more that's like a fun one that a lot of people will play with and have fun with this season. I think that every fall definitely comes with a super defining jacket. Who doesn't love a jacket? Everyone loves it. It's easy. Um, And this season, you're going to see a ton of bomber jackets um, in a variety of ways, definitely like Leather is going to be really big. So like you're going to see a lot of leather situations with the shearling collar, a lot of ones that are more the vibe of like a letterman jacket are going to be around, but they're going to be kind of the, the shape of jacket of the season, um, which is very cool. It has a really cool effect. Um, another pop culture reference, Top Gun. <laughs> um, oh, very- is that where it's coming from? I don't think it's strictly from Top Gun, but it definitely is. I think that like you'll probably see it a lot more on men specifically after Top Gun coming out. Hot. But yeah, I think that like there is nothing cooler than like a leather bomber jacket. That's something that I'm on the hunt for right now. Just like the little bit oversized shape. It feels really effortless compared to like a moto jacket or whatever. Um, So yeah, you're going to be seeing a ton of those this fall. That is going to be a very big, like, it item to have. I love that. That's such a cool shape. It's so, like, effortless and chic and cool. So, and leather, you said, is, like, the main, like, fabric. Faux leather, obviously. We support faux. Yes. Um, Yeah. Leather as a whole is going to be really big this fall. Beyond, like, obviously, leather is big to an extent every fall, but it's going to be beyond that. Um, A lot of designers showed head-to-toe leather outfits on the runways. Um leather and outerwear, leather and tops. So I think that, you know, that combination of the two trends in a leather bomber is a piece that you really can't go wrong with this fall. And what are we wearing it with? Like, like it literally can go with anything, like trousers, jeans, dresses, like 
what are people wearing it with? Yeah. I mean, trousers continue to be so dominant in fashion. So I think that like literally a bomber jacket, a white tee and trousers and loafers is something that would be really easy and cool to throw on this fall. Um, Jeans obviously can't go wrong with it. Really anything goes. I think that like you said, a dress moment with a bomber is cool. It's a little juxtaposition of you know, feminine and masculine. And that's something we always love. We love a juxtaposition. We love a juxt. So yeah, it's very versatile. And like I said, I think that you, you need a few good jackets for the fall when it's chilly and just things that you, that you don't need to think too much about. I think that it's essential to have a couple that like you can put your outfit on and then throw it on top and it's always going to look good. And I think that that is really a purpose that the bomber jacket's going to serve this fall. That's so chic. Damn it, Maddie. I, every single fall, I'm sweating my ass off in LA and you convince me I need one specific kind of jacket that I'm like, I will die in the heat for this jacket because you convinced me. And I know that's going to be it this year. I'm going to be like sweating my ass off and it, I'll be like, it's worth it. I'm wearing a bomb look cool. Like literally it, that is something that it is worth. You know, you can sweat inside it and just look you cool sweat inside it. <laughs> It's like, I always think about like in Crazy Stupid Love when Michael Scott, who's not Michael Scott, but Steve Carell is like, it just sealed in sweat. Like it's like a scuba suit. I'm like, that's how I'm going to feel in this damn bomber jacket that I will wear through 80 degree weather because in the name of fashion. That's what you get for moving to Southern California. You got to to participate in the good fall stuff. <laughs> I know. Cause I have like my faux leather trousers I can never wear. And I'm like... <laughs> This way sucks. I hate LA. Yeah, it sucks to have good weather. What are you? It sucks. <laughs> I know. I can't wear f- coats. It sucks. Okay, so the last little point I want to ask you because I know you have a really interesting perspective on this because obviously, you know, we we cover trends. That's exactly what we do. But we also post like capsule wardrobes. We post, you know, a bunch of different styles for obviously the every girl for every single person um, to find something that they like. And all of these trends are cyclical, right? So it's, you know, something from the Y2K comes back in or something like the clogs I know are big. And those are from, I don't know, like 60s, 70s, like, you know, trends are cyclical. But it's always really interesting to me when we'll post trend articles and people will comment on our Instagram being like a trend. I wore this when I was in middle school or like, or be like, this is ugly. Like, how could you post this? Like, like people are so passionate about these trends. So talk to me about trends. Like what's your stance on trends? Tell us about how fashion works in the cyclical way. And that's just like the way of it. Give us the spiel. Cause I know you got a good one. So what you said is absolutely true. Trends are all very cyclical and everything I think that it is very obvious that everything that exists in fashion at some point or another is going to come back. And the difference when it comes back is that that piece or that aesthetic or whatever it is, is going to be styled in different ways than it was before. And so when someone gets, you know, all up in arms from, you know, something from the early 2000s that's coming back, it isn't. I mean, it sometimes is with like the rise of Y2K and Gen Z and everything. It is sometimes very literally like full looks that were very popular at an older time. But like the ballet flat, for example, the ballet flat is going to be really big this fall. And I know for me, that's something that I'm like, oh my God, I wore that in middle school and like, you know, like gross, stinky ballet flats. But 
they're not going to be styled in the way that I wore them in middle school. And I think that that's how you have to look at it is just because it is something that you've experienced doesn't mean that it's going to be worn in the same way. And I think that another really important point is that, like I said, everything comes back. I mean, my mom always jokes that like the stuff I wear now, she's like, God, I should have saved that from the 90s. And I'm oh. like, I wish you did. <laughs> yes. Like, why didn't you? Because I'm sure it was cooler too than what we can buy now. Right. But um, the kind of general trend that we see in fashion is things tend to kind of start to to be reused again in, in cycles of like 20-ish years, which is very much what we've been seeing with the early 2000s. That was 20 years ago. That obviously isn't a hard rule. Again, like we see a lot of like 60s, 70s, all of that. But really consistently, it is periods of 20 years that that we see stuff start to come back from. So yeah, when you comment and you're like, oh my God, I wore this in the 90s, you're you're furthering the proof that that is the case because that is how it tends to work. And I would also say in terms of that, because we have seen a lot of really surprising controversy around a lot of the fashion coverage, is that we very much, a priority of mine and something that I think that I hope we we really succeed at, is that it's very important to me that whether your style is super trendy or super classic and you have a capsule wardrobe that you add one new thing to a season, wherever you fall on the spectrum, not everything on the site could possibly all be something that applies to you. But I hope that anyone can find something on the site that applies to them. And I think that goes as far as, you know, we have a big trend report and someone who is into that and excited for that can find the information they're looking for. But if you're not, then you can go and look at our capsule wardrobe and you'll find, you know, something that emulates your style a little better there. And so I'm very conscientious of trying to do that. And that that is something that I hope our audience sees and our audience feels that they can always see in our content. A hundred percent. That's an amazing way to say it is that it's, you know, why there's going to be trends every single season as it always happens. And your job as a fashion editor is to continue reporting on trends. Those trends are like for people who like want to play with fashion, you know, want something new, maybe want to try, you know, like I know you cover like this was on the runways or this is a huge, you know, uh, trend being done by celebrities. Here's how to do it in a budget friendly way. So you're making those trends that people want to play with a a lot more um, like realistic and easy to do option. But then there's also the amazing content that's like, if you literally just like one and done, want to have one wardrobe for your whole life, that's not going to change with trends. You know, that's your vibe. There's that for you too. And then there's also like the amazing, um, like here's, you know, I know you did like the Barbie core one, like we talked about, but you'll always do these different roundups for different trends, different styles, different. So it's like anybody can find what they want. And that's the whole point is that not everything will be for everybody, but everybody can find something that's for them. Right. That is what we 100% strive for in the fashion section. And I know that I think that a lot of our audience who's been around a while would say that our fashion content has evolved, I would say in the past couple of years, something that I really wanted to prioritize as fashion editor was covering a lot more of the trending stuff than we used to, because 
I think for me and for a lot of people, that's what makes fashion fun is that it is always changing. There is always something new you can try, but we still do have a solid base of very classic things. Our capsule wardrobes are all centered on really classic style. And so, yeah, I, I would hope that, you know, no matter what your age is or your demographic or how much you're looking to spend on something, um, that we do have something that is going to apply to you and that you're going to be really interested in. And that's something that's always at the forefront of my mind. So, you know, back to the trending thing, it always does seem to get a big reaction from a portion of our audience. And yeah, to that, I would say, I think that there are a lot of things that you would love if that's not something you're interested in on the site. Um, And that is something that I prioritize every time I'm brainstorming articles, which is every week. So, yeah. Yeah. And you do a great job of content Thank for you. everybody. Always, sure. <laughs> always something for someone. But that, and that's the fun part too. Like, I think that that's what makes fashion so exciting is that luckily we're no longer in a world where we're saying you can only wear this thing or else you're cool. Like we're out of our Devil Wears Prada era and we're in this era with fashion where it's like, whatever you feel good in, whatever you want, whatever you feel like yourself in and what appeals to you, that's what fashion is, right? Like it's not this, like, this is exactly what it looks like. Wear this, don't wear this. It's like, you're trying to help people find the clothes they feel best in, whatever that means for each individual person. And that's the bottom line. And it's fashion. It should be fun. Like play with it, have fun. Like so serious. It's not so serious. Like it's just life at the end of the day. Nothing we do is that serious. We're all having fun. We're all trying to be our happiest selves. Like, right. and you know don't what? Take if you it so seriously. That you don't feel good in. You don't have to try it again. Tell me about a trend that you tried in your past. It could be like when you were a small child. It could be last what? month. A trend that you like now are like, oh my god, what was I thinking? Okay. I feel like there's a lot in like the past couple of years that I'm like, oh my God, why did I do that? I think that like something that I'm very much not into right now is like the PVC, like the the acrylic shoes, um, I think had a really big moment. And that is something that I'm like, I don't so much need that. Um, something, the first thing that came to my mind, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind when you said that is gaucho pants for some reason gaucho pants crazy i'm like imagine putting a pair of gaucho pants on your body <laughs> i used to wear those to tap class and i thought i was the coolest shit ever right? like with my little tap like shoes on you know what oh my God. never say never because i did just buy a pair of the birkenstock clogs that i would not have ever thought i would wear again so we can use this as as to cite if at a later date I do wear gaucho pants, but at this point in time, I'm going to say it never again. <laughs> I hope to God gaucho pants are like really cool in like less than six months and Maddie Glassy is wearing gaucho pants and I can yeah, no, cite this and be like, see when you said you would never. <laughs> I'm like, article oh, gaucho pants roundup. You never know. I never, ever thought I'd be wearing those clogs that I wore in middle school. Yes. And that's the point of fashion. Yeah. Right. And you can never say never, but at this point in time, I'm really hoping that that is not something that happens anytime soon. Yeah. Gauchos, I could probably live without. Yeah. But like as an adult, I don't, I can't imagine all that like fabric on my body, you know? Yeah. And just like my ankles will be cold. Like, right. And also like, 
you just like move a lot when you walk. It's just yes. like a, it's a lot happening. It's a lot happening. Like, give me a maxi skirt instead. Right? Yeah, I guess that the maxi skirt, it has the same effect. Um, yeah, but, right? Yeah. And wearing the same outfit. They were Who so freaking cool, though. I had a pair that was, like, bright, bright turquoise that I wore, like, every other freaking day. Where it's like, God. That's so, amazing. Like, I am the, I run this school. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> in turquoise gaucho pants <laughs> like me and my turquoise gaucho pants i am that bitch you were like yeah. the og regina george like it does not get cooler than this <laughs> it does not get cooler my gaucho pants had like a sparkle mm. like stripe down the side like i looked like i was like in showbiz it was the best yeah and well you danced in them so you made it work for showbiz <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, I'm ready to be on freaking Broadway in my gauchos. I look yeah, amazing. Were, yeah. Yeah. Gauchos, that's such a good example of like, wow. But see, and that's the fun part is like at one time you can love something and feel amazing in it. Even if, you know, I wish I could tell my 10-year-old self, take off the damn gauchos. But we felt great at the time. It was fun. I think that that's the fun part of fashion, obviously, is like, it's always changing. You're always going to want to play with things and it doesn't mean you have to be married to them. Like my, I was, isn't it you that loves my, that picture of me in my combat boots? Oh yeah. <laughs> like that, I know combat boots are like still really cool and they're like cool again, but I think just for like my stubby legs, combat boots are just not the move for me. And I tried really hard, like freshman year of high school, I put my all into wearing combat boots. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone, um, Josie Santee's style is not very combat boot, but once my coworkers and I stumbled upon a picture on her mom's social media, no less. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you were stalking my mom on Facebook. Yeah, so weird enough. It was Josie on Rodeo Drive in a pair of combat boots, <laughs> and we all were like, "That it was so funny because it's just like, if I saw Josie in combat boots right now, I would be like, okay, I like it, but like unexpected." Where. I think that's a good example of like maybe trying out something that you realize isn't really your thing. I saw those pictures from my family's trip to Beverly Hills and I was like, nope. Wasn't I wearing like, I, it was like with a tie-dye shirt too and like baggy jeans, but like yeah. not in a chic way baggy jeans. Like they did not fit my prepubescent body. Yeah, it was It was like and a lot of- that's where I went wrong really was like the tie-dye. Tie-dye. It was the tie-dye It was a lot happening at once. It was, yeah, it was a lot. A lot yeah, happened, yeah, tied it before the movement. She was trying and she was experimenting, and for that we love her. For that we love her. I'm like, listen, I'll let my mom keep that picture up on Facebook forever. Yeah, I I tried it. I don't care. We tried gauchos. We're fine. She tried. <laughs> it's all good. I'm so glad you brought up that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the things haunting me right now are very much like the things that were cool. So Josie and I both graduated in 2018 from college and God looking back a few years to like what we were wearing in college like the the like crop tops with like the crossy straps and like the like lace oh up my God. like line of that I'm like oh my God I wouldn't wear that for a million dollars right now and that was only a couple of years ago literally yeah the college ages are so funny the college trends were like very much things that like, I don't want anyone in my life to see what I was wearing right now. But I think another one for me is just like, this is a hot button issue. 
but the whole skinny jean debacle that arose oh, last man. year. Um, yeah. Gen Z saying skinny jeans aren't cool. I am a very big believer that I will always have a couple pairs of skinny jeans in my closet because I think that sometimes you like need one for like a certain boot. And I don't think there's anything wrong with wearing them. But when I wear them now, I'm like, oh my God, this just does not look good. Where like I haven't pair of skinny jeans in a really long time. I'm very strong on like the looser, relaxed, straight leg jean. And so like to think that like literally, God, like 2020, I was probably still wearing skinny jeans all the time. And then like the baggier jeans were like those, like, and that's why they're called mom jeans. Cause we were like, that's what our moms were like, gross. That's like old, like it, like, and now they're like, that's what every person wants to wear. Yeah. It's just the norm. But that that stuff is so crazy to think about that. It's like, what in two years am I going to be like, I can't believe I wore that. Yeah. I know what's going to be that now. And that's why you just can't take fashion seriously. And that's also why in two years, gauchos are going to be back. Gauchos are going to be back. Damn it. This episode is going to absolutely haunt me. (laughs) (laughs) If gauchos are back, I'm going to be wearing them and everyone's going to be like, what you said. You Everyone's going to come for you. People are going to be like, Maddie was so chuggy that she didn't want to wear gauchos. What like, a loser. So uncool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to go find my limited two gauchos I have somewhere for my tap I know, like, era. God, the sheer quantity of gauchos I had in my closet. I think I only wore gauchos for like six months of my life. So, <laughs> Listen, they were breezy. You could like do a little dance. You could take a nap. You can go out to dinner. You can do anything at all. You really stretch, dress them up, dress them down. Yeah, go to dance class. Tap dance. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Whatever you Any kind of dance, really. Yeah, they can, they can do it for you. Maybe. I, th- I think what just happened is we talked ourselves out of gauchos and then talked ourselves back into gauchos. I agree. We just needed a moment of being like, oh, wow. They were the versatile pant that I'm lacking. <laughs> that we all need in our closets. We need it. Yeah. Listen, tomorrow start working on Roundup of Gauchos. I wonder if I could we'll, find We'll them. make it happen. The 20 pairs of Gauchos that you need this fall. All right, we are bringing Gaucho Pants back. Yeah. All right, Maddie, we are going to wrap this up. Thanks for hanging out with me. This was so fun. Cannot wait to have a alcoholic drink with you in person in a very short time. And I will talk to you later. I can't wait. Wait, before you go, don't forget to leave a review and DM us a screenshot of your review on Instagram at the Every Girl Podcast. We'll be giving away $100 Amazon gift cards every week through the end of September. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com